अब पूरी फैमिली एक साथ श्री राम कथा का आनंद ले सकती है सिर्फ चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप पर जानिए श्री राम के बचपन से लेकर दशानन वध तक का सफर सरल रामायण घर के सभी सदस्यों के लिए आज ही डाउनलोड करें चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप एप्पल या गूगल प्ले स्टोर से Hi everybody. We heard the story of Varaha Avatara earlier. Do you remember the name of the asura who made it inevitable for the lord to come down in his wild boar form? Yes. Hiranyaksha. He had a twin brother called Hiranyakashipu. These two brothers were born to sage Kashyapa and his wife Diti. I also told you in the earlier story that these two demons were cursed. Do you recall? Yes. That's a very important flashback to this story. Now, let's go back in times. You can either have black and white pictures or the spiraling wheels whatever comes to you easily. So, it was Vaikuntha, the celestial abode of Lord Vishnu, floating on the milky ocean. splendid with seven sparkling golden doors only after passing through these doors one could get to the lord where he slept on his leathery cushiony snake bed you know he sleeps on a thousand headed snake adishesha right ever wondered how it would be to have a snake for a headboard on your bed but lord vishnu seemed to enjoy it he used to lie on it blissfully and on one such day when he was resting there came the brahma manasa putras the sons of lord brahma sanaka sanandana sanat sujatha and sanat kumara they were pious and peaceful sages they wanted to meet lord vishnu but the seven doors to vaikuntha wouldn't be just left unattended they had their own security guards jaya and vijaya who were very proud of being the guards of vaikuntha when the sanat kumaras came to visit the lord they stopped them from entering saying the lord was resting at that time and no one would be allowed but the sages said that the lord had given them all rights to enter whenever they wished to do so and they couldn't be stopped they refused entry blatantly without paying any heed to the sages the sages were very disappointed with their arrogance what do you think the sages do when they get angry curse of course since they don't get into any other kind of violence and abuse like us humans jaya and vijaya were cursed to be born as humans on earth why would it be a curse to be born as human that's something we really need to think about anyway while all this commotion was on lord vishnu chose to come out and found that his guards were in trouble Jaya and Vijaya apologized and pleaded to be saved from the curse knowing completely well that the curse cannot be reversed he gave them two options 
they could choose to be born on earth seven times as Lord Vishnu's devotees or have only three births as his enemies. A tough call indeed. But Jaya and Vijaya were very clear. They said, there is no way we can be away from Vaikuntha and the Lord for seven births. Even if it is as enemies, we choose only three birds. It really didn't matter to them because they knew that even as enemies, they could just be thinking about the Lord always. Whoa, isn't that incredible? We tend to think about things we hate more than things we actually like. What do you think? Well then, that's that. Jaya and Vijaya had to take three births as Lord Vishnu's enemies. The first birth was as Hiranyaksha and Hiranyakashipu. The second was Ravana and Kumbhakarna. And the third one was Shishupala and Dantavakra. Every time they took birth as notorious Asuras, Lord Vishnu had to come down to end mayhem and bring back order and peace on earth. Thus, Hiranyaksha's atrocities were ended by Lord Varaha. We know that story now. After Lord Varaha killed Hiranyaksha, his twin brother, Hiranyakashipu, vowed to take revenge on Lord Vishnu. He went on a fierce penance to get a boon from Lord Brahma. After several years of severe tapasya, Lord Brahma appeared and it was Hiranyakashipu's chance to seek his boon. He asked the Lord for immortality. When Lord Brahma said, Even I am not immortal and so can't bestow that boon, he framed his boon in such a way that he thought it made him immortal. His boon said that he could not be killed by any animal or a human, neither inside the house nor outside neither on earth nor in the sky or in the water, neither in the day nor at night, and not by any weapon. That kind of covered all risks for him. With this new boost of immunity, Hiranyakashipu went on a rampage, destroyed all temples of Vishnu and installed his own idols, ordered that all rituals and worships have to be only to him ransacked Devaloka and drove away Indra and other gods, stopped all sages from performing sacrifices. Those who refused were either killed or pushed into prison. While he was immersed in his vicious acts, his wife Kayadu was about to give birth to his child. Indra wanted to stealthily kill this baby for the fear that this child also would be a notorious Asura. But sage Narada protected the child and said that the child would be taken care of by him and Indra should leave the child alone. Sage Narada took Kayadu to his hermitage and took care of her. He used to tell her stories about Lord Vishnu. And when she used to doze off, the child in her womb would continue listening to sage Narada. Thus was born listening to the Lord's story, a child who was named Prahlada. Prahlada grew up to be an ardent devotee of Lord Vishnu. 
He used to sing Lord's glorious stories, his deeds and his grace. He used to be immersed in his thoughts and prayers. All the children around him were also influenced by him and would chant Lord Narayana's name. The teachers in the Gurukula were petrified. For if Hiranyakashipu ever heard them sing Lord Vishnu's praises, their heads would be rolling on the ground. They had no choice but to send Prahlada back to the palace. Hiranyakashipu was delighted to see his son. He took him on his lap and asked him about all his learning. Prahlada sang and danced, engrossed in Lord Narayana's fondness. This infuriated Hiranyakashipu. He tried inducing his enmity towards Lord Vishnu into his son. But in way. Prahlada's faith and love towards the Lord was only mounting. Hiranyakashipu tried various ways to destroy his son's faith. He had huge elephants scaring him and rushing to trample him under their heavy feet. Prahlada would not blink an eyelid. His faith made the elephants retreat. He was thrown from a cliff to abysmal depths, but he was caught by soft branches and leaves of huge trees. Poisonous snakes were made to crawl on him, but they chose to just cuddle him and sneak out. Finally, his own mother was made to feed him poison. That had to turn to nectar. Hiranyakashipu was puzzled. He decided to confront his son. He dragged him into a huge foyer and asked him where Lord Narayana was and if Prahlada could bring him out in front of him. Prahlada, unfazed, answered that the Lord is all-pervading. He can be seen if called with love and devotion. This enraged Hiranyakashipu even more. He pointed at different objects and asked if Narayana could be found in them. Prahlada said yes. Finally, unable to hold his fury, Hiranyakashipu raised his mace and smashed a large pillar. The pillar split into two and from within the pillar emerged a being that neither was an animal nor a human. It was human and animal merged. Nara, a human, and Simha, a lion. Narasimha, a being that was unseen and unheard of before. With fierce eyes, fangs so dreadful, claws so spiky and sharp, with a roar that was riotous, he stood there, Lord Narasimha, incarnated only to end the torment and release Hiranyakashipu from his delinquent life. He grabbed Hiranyakashipu at once and laid him on his lap so he was neither on earth nor in the sky. With his sharp claws, not using any weapon, not in the morning nor at night, but in the evening, neither inside nor outside, but at the threshold of his palace. Lord Narasimha killed Hiranyakashipu and saved the earth once again 
from a notorious demon prahlada feeling remorseful prayed to the lord to forgive his father the lord assured him that his father went through all this only because of the curse and he would be back with the lord soon again prahlada continued ruling the earth as a noble and devoted king for a long time whoa was it a long story but one of my favorites do read about prahlada to know how fearless he was and faithful he was to the lord we'll be back with another story soon goodbye